0: Oh baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports Better Most, where we have just cracked open a beer to help us recover from the losses of well, last year I guess. Well pretty Depending, much last year. Yeah. Pretty much. Depending on your games were started last year. Yeah.
1: It was um, definitely it was what everybody is saying is the most exciting semifinal. Yeah, I mean that's definitely of, true without a saying. Time.
0: We and said it before we said it before though it was probably gonna be the most exciting. There was no team that was just
1: And I mean yeah was way better than anybody else good. and um and it only took us since two thousand fourteen to have some great semifinal games and um, I think everyone will be excited. Twenty one point four million people tuned in for the Michigan TCU game. It peaked at twenty six point four million people, um, between seven forty five and eight. And of course Ohio State, Georgia, which everybody figured would be a little bit higher. Um, they had averaged 23.9 million people. Um, so I guess, um, with around 27 million people peaked at one time. So I think the college football playoff committee got it right. Mm-hmm. They gave us four good teams that were all deserving of it. And, um, unfortunately we probably now are set up for, um, one, one, Hell of a clonker championship game. Uh, people don't like the fact that it's on Monday night anyways, the championship game. But um, next, starting in a couple years, the championship game is going to be on Martin Luther King Day, I think, is when they're aiming to have the championship game every well, year. They should just have it on that
0: day before yeah, so sure they, they can watch, watch it. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't quite get it. They are kicking at
0: 730. At least that's better, though. Last year, I think the game ended at like one in the morning. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm staying. I'm not staying up unless it's somebody that I want to watch, right. or something that I have. Like, if I had, like a perfect like bracket somehow, and the bowl games where Michigan was playing or something now, else.
1: You didn't but... Get that NCAA basketball game to start past nine twenty one would be great too, because yeah. that's
0: the next only positive. At least with that is. The game is, like, a good hour shorter than the college football championship yeah, game would be. But, but still it's like still late, I yes.
1: I mean, I, what I'm saying is, as a casual fan, mm-hmm. if it tipped at 8, I'm probably going to stay up and watch the whole thing because college fest yeah, yeah. ends a little bit quicker. But yeah. when it isn't tipping until 9.30, it's not going to until midnight. midnight yeah. I mean, unless Ohio State, Michigan's in it or something that just is be crazy to see. Yeah. I'm probably not, and I'm I'm a I'm a sports person, and I think that everyday non-sports person just isn't going to watch it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it'd be different if it was like a Thursday night. You're just like, okay, should I get one through one more day of, of well, for most people that work Monday through Friday, you know, it's just one more day. But when you it's, when you when you start off the week, you like that, you know, it's just hard to be motivated to and stay I think up those late. Those
1: numbers that we just talked about should make ESPN just thrill because, I mean, because it was New Year's Eve, like. You were obviously downtown, and yeah. there were hundreds and maybe thousands of people who were packed into a bar mm-hmm. who would be watching at home, right? So yeah. instead of one TV, they would have had yeah. another 60 TV. So I think yeah. it only shows you that. Um, but that to me happens every week, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, think about the Super Bowl. A lot, there's people like it isn't, well, you can't leave your house on Super Bowl Sunday. People are everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ratings are the way they are. I think next year we're back to maybe New Year's Day. I think the Rose Bowl's back in it. So, um, next year I think we're back to New Year's Day championship games. But um, definitely exciting. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm definitely not over it. (laughs) um, I'm really down on it. So i tell you, I, my Twitter, I don't know how your Twitter feed works now recently, ever since I think Elon bought it. But like my Twitter feed, for some reason, like a day later, all of a sudden starts showing all the tweets from 24 hours ago. And I'm like, wait Uh-oh. a minute, did this just happen? So basically, I've been watching the Mist kick for the past um, two days. I mean, every time I turn my tweet, I just, I can't take it. I actually had to delete some of the Ohio State writers I watched because I can't take any more commentary. of what happened i saw what happened i know what happened i don't need to see it anymore but anyways um we'll start with tcu and michigan michigan's first play what about a 56 yard run right down the middle Mm -hmm. and then all hell broke loose Mm -hmm. um Michigan, I think, it was down 18 points at one time. Maybe it was more in the, the second, third quarter. They we were down 19. 41
0: to 22, so they were down 19 and in the, the late in the third quarter.
1: And they just kept storming back. Yeah. Um, and um, I think that's the one thing that is kind of, um, I think, going to change, obviously, as the playoff games will get moved up a little quicker or there's going to be some sooner as you won't have that month off. There's no doubt the offense, I think, has helped in the month time. It gives coaches a chance to kind of scheme a little bit better
0: and um well it gives you a whole month where you just practice where you can bring in new plays that you've never run before and a defense can't it's a lot harder for a defense to stop a player they've never seen before i don't have any any tape on it so
1: so no doubt um also the story of both games happened to be i think the referees um became a big part of both games and I mean, I, I guess in any game, we just are watching a game here between Mississippi and Illinois where it was clear the the wide receiver was out of bounds, but they called it a touchdown even after reviewing it. So, I mean, I know this happens all the time, but there was no doubt in my mind the referees um, had a huge role in both games. And I think my point in wanting to talk for 20 seconds on it is, I think it's momentum. It's college football to me is a momentum sport right like we talked about home field advantage and where it helps and where it doesn't i think you get some play calls that go bad your way and you're just kind of like what in the world is going on so i think the referees came in and um obviously took away michigan's touchdown um on a big um, play downfield um then of course michigan gets the ball at the it was I guess the quarter yard line, and somehow the handoff just doesn't just doesn't happen, and it's recovered by TCU, and it just seemed like boy things fell apart in the first half. Then you get back in locker room, you regroup, and um, you tweet it. You texted me a really good text about Michigan's defense. Is it taking over the Jim Knowles defense? Because I think that was probably, if you're a Michigan fan, was the most disappointing part of the game. Michigan's defense looked pretty pretty um, tough and um, Duggan just made some great plays. I think we said it in the podcast that Duggan was a great competitor. Mm-hmm. We saw what he did against Kansas state um, Michigan's defense. Just, you know what, to me, they missed tackles that they hadn't missed a few, few times. Um, they just looked a little more sloppy. We talked about it. Who, who's going to execute in those right moments. And I feel like maybe just one too many mistakes and a bad referee call. And next thing you know, TCU's walking out there at the victory. Um, I don't know if I was super impressed with TCU. I mean, they look like an okay team, but I don't know how much you're going to have in the tank for Georgia on Monday night, personally.
0: Yeah. I mean, Duggan, uh, increased his stock on Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. Um, I had he had a really great game. I mean, the the one interception was totally on the receiver that he threw. I mean, it was right. I think. I mean, I'd have to see it again. But to me live, it looked like it was just thrown right to him. He just didn't catch it. Um, and then the ball bounced up in the air. And even the second one, the first one was kind of a good throw, just kind of bounced off the receiver's hands and stayed up in the air for long enough. But yeah, I mean, the most disappointing point part to me was the. Change in the offensive scheme, or not offensive schemes, well, both defensive and offensive schemes. But the, um, I felt like they blitzed way more than normal. And I didn't like the idea of blitzing from the outside. They kept bringing in like corners from the outside. And if you looked at what TCU did all game, they blitzed from the middle with the linebackers, and it worked like I've never seen it before. I mean, that linebacker, number 13, had probably one of the best defensive games anyone's ever had. I mean, he had the pick six. He had multiple sacks, I think. Uh, he just had a great game. He was everywhere. Um, he had a tremendous game, and I just was waiting for Michigan to do a blitz in the middle. And so they kept bringing the blitzes on the outside, and then Duggan would just step up and avoid the pressure and get it out. So, but, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, three three drives inside the five-yard line, you get three points. Uh, doesn't help your chances of winning a game, especially when you're playing, a obviously, a pretty good team. Um, you can't really you can't really afford to make too many mistakes, but this the uh, I think the month long uh, not playing hurt Michigan. Well, I shouldn't say hurt Michigan. It was just the lack of their scheme offensively was changed for some odd reason. Um, the Philly special, I did not understand. And I said it long before. I because mean, obviously he didn't know how it was going to happen with the Philly special until, like, it actually happened. I could Like, I couldn't tell, like, the formula, uh, the formation was going to be like that. But Were I didn't... surprise.
1: surprised he didn't just kick the bugle there, though, and just get the points. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's a pretty... I would say conservative. I was mean, I was, uh, was uh,
0: for f- going for it. Um, I just didn't really like that play call. But obviously, if it works, you know, you look in the hindsight and you go, "Wow, it was a great play call." But I don't like the play call to the tight end. I don't you got to gift it to somebody that's fast um, that has ability to make that play? It was just a slow play. It's just I didn't really like it in general. But that's whatever. Um, they they got the ball right back, and then obviously threw the pick six. But. Um, the the one the point that was the most frustrating to me is yeah I disagreed with the turn oh the overturn of the touchdown um, I thought it was I didn't even realize it was being reviewed and then I saw the thing on the bottom of the screen saying it was reversed and I was like okay that was pretty quick um, I disagreed with it I didn't think there was anything that was clear and obvious that it wasn't a touchdown I mean the ball was bobbled. While he, I mean, he, if it would be if he would have just caught it right away, I think it wasn't a touchdown. But he bobbled it for a second before he even had possession of it. And I did, I thought it was a touchdown after that. But it, I mean, it's just a horrible, horrible play call after that. And I mean, there's no one else to blame other than the Michigan coaches for that. Um, you don't take a linebacker and throw him into fullback position and hand it to him right away. I just, I think that's a horrible play call. And there's nobody to blame other than the Michigan offensive coaches and Harbaugh on that. So. Michigan had every chance in this game. I still firmly believe that they had a better team than TCU. Um, they just... TCU did not make huge mistakes, when Michigan made a lot of mistakes, and they and TCU won. I mean, there's, you got to give them props. They won the game. Were you
1: surprised? I mean, not that Michigan was going to win at the end, probably, where they were on the field, but were you surprised that that wasn't targeting at the very end of the game?
0: I mean... I think if it would have been earlier in the game, I'm sure they probably would have called it. I don't think they just—I just think they didn't call it. They didn't call it to get the game over with. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, me being a Michigan fan, I Michigan played them way out of not winning that game, so it didn't really matter to me at that point. But, oh,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm saying where it was in the game, but I yeah, mean, I mean, pretty clear it was targeting. Yeah, I mean, it was probably
0: the definition of targeting, but um, I don't know what to say. I mean, obviously, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the referees. I didn't really have much of a problem with the referees. I just did not. I, The whole overturning that, that's fine if you overturn it, I guess, but don't, I mean, I, I didn't even think they reviewed it. Like, they basically just overturned it without even, like, looking at it, it seemed like, because it was like that and it was over with. I've never seen a review that quick. I mean, I've seen obvious replays, and they have never taken that quick, and they've never taken one second like that did. I felt like, I don't know, maybe that was just me, but I just was surprised at how quick they overturned it, but. Yeah, I mean it was the definition of targeting, and it wasn't called. But I mean, Michigan didn't deserve it after that four plays uh, in the last play. Of the, I mean, they got a false start on the on the third and five, I think it was false start, and then the fourth down they never even had anything going. So um, it was not organized at all on that drive. So, but they they played themselves out of it. Uh, some just turning it over, and obviously two pick sixes. It's hard to <laughs> win a game when you have two pick yeah. sixes. So.
1: I know J.J. was feast or famine, it seemed like, you know,
0: he... I thought he played a great game, um, just the one... And I think it was pretty obvious, I'm sure Harbaugh said it to him right away, is you can't stare down your first receiver the whole way. On the second pick six, that linebacker picked him off, and um, that one was just he stared at it the whole way, and the linebacker could see it. And, But, I mean, I don't know. At the same time, obviously, I was disappointed to obviously see them lose. I've watched a lot of tough losses in my time of being a Michigan fan. Um, to I, never this one wasn't this, as,
1: I never saw this turning into the the score fest that it. Yeah, did. yeah I mean, I was, I was surprised
0: too. Shocked by but, um, it, but yeah, I mean, for me, at the same time, it was extremely fun to watch. Uh, both games were obviously the best playoffs we've ever had. Um, obviously, wishing wish Michigan could have won the game, but um, they played. I thought they played well. They just you know made some mistakes, and when you play a good team, it's you sometimes can't afford to make mistakes and. And they just you gotta to get better. Here,
1: you feel.
0: Um, they, a they good shouldn't majority be majority of their teams back. Yeah, they, there's no reason why they shouldn't be any better. Um, I think a few of the offensive linemen, at least I think three, will be returning. Uh, quarterback obviously returning. For Michigan, only only scared? one they will lose is uh, Ronnie Bell. Confirmed. I mean,
1: nice catches with them too.
0: Yeah, no, he 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 had a good final game. Obviously had a. I think just the one touchdown, but he had. I mean, I he had a big was game. A little
1: banged up too in the game. It seemed like there was yeah. a Wide receiver, yeah. No, oh, the one tight end got
0: hurt. Yeah. The first catch that he made, and I was like, okay. I
1: mean, they, they <laughs> definitely got. They took some hits. I mean, yeah. they were. They were. Again, I, I I I agree. I I think Michigan was the better team in that case. Um, unfortunately, though, the better team loses when you make mistakes, like you said. And yeah, I mean,
0: the better team doesn't always win. I still think. I still think Ohio State's better than Michigan, but Michigan won the last two years. So, I mean, it, the better team doesn't always win, um, but I definitely thought Michigan was the better team. I think if they played them again today, I think Michigan would win. I'd be very confident in it. I felt like Michigan was the better team. I just felt like Michigan made plays to take themselves out of it. Um, defensively, I just the, – the thing that I was really frustrated with was they they fought back. They got back to 41-38, third down and seven with, like, I don't know, maybe eight, nine, ten minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. And you run basically a a full-out blitz, and then you just have your guys covering the receivers. And, I mean, you know they're not going to be aggressive. They're going to throw a little screen to the running back or the wide receivers. They're not going to be that aggressive. Um, They had shown that they were going to just try to make Michigan win the game, and I didn't understand that. I mean, give them four or five yards. Don't give them seven yards. Um, So I did not like that play call at all. You had one player that could even make the tackle, and he just didn't. Um, It's hard to make a tackle like that. And I didn't understand that play call at all, but that's I still love mentor I mean he had a great season um, they were not going to be they were not expected to be that good and defensively and they were pretty good um, so um, so yeah I mean that's that's those are my initial thoughts obviously like I said I wish they could have won but um, just didn't work out that way and obviously same way with the the later game but I mean for immediately at least um, last year obviously Michigan made the playoff and They didn't really look like they may have belonged last year. I guess this year they showed that they're just as relevant to the national championship as any team in the in college football. So that was nice to see. Um, They didn't get embarrassed, and so yeah, tough pill to swallow, but it happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, only one team is going to win it all, and um,
0: probably going to be the same team that won last
1: year, though. (laughs) Sadly. So we moved on to Ohio State, Georgia, in the um, obviously the late game that ended at 12 o'clock exactly, apparently. And um, Georgia, uh, Stenson Bennett, he's a cool customer and he got it done. I mean, we said it would be a shootout and it definitely turned into a shootout. Yeah, I can't what I said if I said 48,
0: 45 or 45, yeah, 42. I mean, I thought it was going to be a shootout to begin with. I mean, it's, just hard, it's hard to stop Ohio State's offense from scoring a lot of points. It just yeah, it's about not possible. <laughs> I think
1: we, we saw it in the Rose Bowl last year, and we saw it here. Like It was good. I mean, the thing that made me a little more promised is that they did it against what people would say is the Georgia defense. That, of course, was the number one defense in the country all year. And I think Ohio State showed that without their, let's see, they didn't have their... Best running backs, I guess, maybe their top tight end, which really doesn't come into play. I mean, he he's there for blocking and so on, but Cade Stover's made a few catches, but he's not, like, unbelievable. It was good to see them put up some points, and um, I tell you what, if you would have asked me, would I take a 14-point lead going into the fourth quarter, I would have said, heck yeah, and of course... Um, (laughs) that wasn't enough. So, um, next year I'm going to say I want a 21 point (laughs) going into the 28 more will be comfortable go from there. But Georgia taking on TCU. Um, I think Georgia just is a good team. They offensively look like a juggernaut on Saturday evening. And I think they will. I think they're going to take care of TCU. I think, um, I, I will say though I think all the games took everything out of everyone. I think they all laid it on the field and. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, obviously the Ohio
0: State Georgia game came down to just the kick at the end, and Michigan and TCU came down to. Um, I think if they could have got that first, because TCU got a first down, and then they got the Michigan got the ball back. But if they could have got that first, the stop right away, I think they definitely could have changed the game just because they have more time. I think they kind of. We're worried more about time than being able to move a well on the field, but um, yeah. Yeah. It's obviously good. two great games, and obviously both both of our teams didn't come out on top, but and that just happens every once in a while. Yeah,
1: So um, I guess the sad part is, of course, college football season's coming to an yeah. end. We will end up just Went by quick as hell team. like it does every year.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and um, we'll see what ends up happening. Be a whole new list of characters and a whole new list of teams come next
0: year. Um, and, um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can get a, um, another year where we get both our teams in the college football playoff yeah, <laughs> nice.
1: next year. Um, the big 10, I think is going to be a whole different animal come next year. I mean, someone from the big 10 is going to be in it. Um, unfortunately, well, why do you think that won't happen? I don't think you'll ever have that situation again, where just all the teams lost just, uh. I don't think it'll ever happen again. Plus, I, So you're just saying odds-wise? Let me just say this. I, I also think it can really only happen with Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I didn't really say much about the game here on the podcast. I don't really have much to say. I am really just don't even want to talk about it. And I, I don't. I think Ohio State's going to take a huge hit next year. I mean, I think you saw C.J. Stroud carry that team, and without C.J. Stroud, I'm going to be honest with you. you Backup,
0: uh, to uh his name CSU,
1: Kyle McCord. Him, Martin yeah. Brown is all of a sudden took some bowl practice reps, I guess, too. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If I was, I'd be interested to see if Marvin Harrison comes back next year. Um, he obviously has to come back because he's a junior, but I'd be interested to see if he even plays college football. I, I'm hearing through the, grapevine the the grapevine that he's probably just going to sit out next year anyways which probably for him might be the best thing he's going to make millions of dollars i I think jackson smith and the jigma made a huge mistake because i don't he had one really good game last year in the rose bowl but that's it
0: he only had one good like monumental game in yeah. his career. Marvin Harrison, Harrison,
1: I think has proven himself. He has, obviously he had a big
0: Rose Bowl as well. Yeah. And then obviously just followed it up with one of the best so, years guess, ever in college football. Yeah. So. so
1: I think Marvin Harrison sitting out makes sense. I, I don't know. I don't think there's enough tape on Najigma As I mean, don't get me wrong. Someone's going to pick him up in the first round, right? Later yeah. in the first round. But I think he, I think Marvin Harrison's proven himself. He could be a top 10 pick. Like, yeah, I think he's,
0: Well, he's an NFL receiver yesterday. I mean,
1: just, I mean, that he's, his body and everything. Um, And um, there's no, I I think what he's going to see is there's no point in coming back, especially especially when you're breaking in a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. I feel like the only time we're ever going to get two teams, if it's Ohio State and Michigan. And I just, for me now, two years, don't forget we're going to get 12 teams in where, yes, if Ohio State and Michigan both don't get in, I'm going to be,
0: Will have been Um, too rough. (laughs) yeah, too bad bad. years.
1: But um, I think Ohio State's going to take some years. To be honest with you, probably Penn State. They really got this five-star quarterback coming in. They got these running backs. Penn State probably be the team with Michigan to beat in the East next year. So um, we'll see how Penn State looks like in the Rose Bowl in a few hours.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm a. I don't know. I mean, he hasn't done it. He's literally basically not done anything and played the the Drew Aller Allen, yeah, or Yeah, I don't know. am just is. telling you what
1: everyone's telling me, so I can't wait to see what this is going to look like. So, we'll see. Like I said,
0: maybe next year, Ohio State just...
1: Yeah. I feel like it's going to well, be to be fair, at the same time,
0: though, Michigan was only supposed to go, like, 8-4 and four in 2021, and obviously, this last year, there was something pretty good, but I mean, you never know what happens. Just... Uh, right. eventually off a year where, I mean, where Michigan obviously went 2 and. Four, whatever it was. So Saturday night, you crack. never know what happens. Saturday
1: night cracked me. I'm I'm pretty down, but we'll see. In August, I'm excited to see what the game is. Third game of the year, they play Notre Dame. We'll see what it looks like. Notre Dame is going to be a top ten team with their new quarterback, and um, we'll see.
0: We'll see if they beat Notre Dame. There'll be a lot of talk before now in September, whenever yeah. that first weekend is. Um, yeah, be a lot of talk excitement. But between basically between now and then, for the most part, only I guess really two relevant games. Yeah. Rose Bowl uh, in a few yeah. hours and national championship in a few in a week.
1: Well we'll make our predictions. I think Georgia wins. I think yeah, Georgia, Georgia um, forty five points. Yeah. I think TCU probably scores about twenty. I think it's like a 45-20 game. I just if T C U wins, think, I think it'll be one of the biggest yeah. Shockers of all time, but Georgia is
0: going to, I think, just. Georgia wins 45 20. Yeah, I think Georgia is going to win this game pretty easily. I think, yeah, three touchdowns is probably a safe bet. Um, I think um, TCU show that they can obviously handle a blitz. Obviously, I'm sure Georgia's blitz would probably be more effective than Michigan's. Uh, I think their defensive line probably creates more pressure than Michigan's, but. Uh, I think they. I think they could not blitz the entire night and still hold them within twenty points with the. Yeah. Now, without a question. I
1: me ask you: the only thing that I think TCU is going to have a chance to even be competitive is because Duggan runs and C.J. Stroud does not run. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you remember in the podcast, my tweets, I said when I saw C.J. make that big run at the end, I said that's what I thought would have to happen for Ohio yeah. State to win. And I mean, if C.J. Stroud ran off a couple of decent sized runs, Duggan, who actually yeah. does that. And the crazy thing is, it's not, Duggan doesn't do it as like a, as a called play, it's mm-hmm. more of just, they had a few called QB yeah. draws, that, I, I think,
0: think it was, was, those didn't even really go anywhere, it well was, yeah, but just everything, it was just a good, you know, first down gain, and, but I think it also depends on the def- defensive set they had, but once again, what did I say that Michigan was doing? blitzing on the outside, so if you can get a QB drop the middle, your pressure's on the outside, you just beat the pressure, TCU did that all night, um. Michigan didn't didn't wasn't able to find a way to uh, I
1: stop mean, I it. You, I never really thought that both Ohio State and Michigan would lose. I figured one of them would. I figured we would never get the Ohio State Michigan final, but for both of them to lose.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean the sad thing is I was they both were had every chance, and you know neither team won. Um,
1: for my mental health, I need college football to end. Yeah, because I can't like I have like. Watching game day this morning was... I'd rather have been water tortured, folks. That would have made water me... Waterboarded? Yeah, whatever they call it. <laughs> just throw some water, stick my head in the water. I just... I should have been a terrorist, because I just would have felt better. It just was horrible. I just have no fun. I have no you fun. You could have always used better words than that, but... Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I just... It was horrible was horrible. Deep, watching. emotional I no, damage. I had no fun watching it at all.
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's hard to... Uh, especially when you know your team's season's over and the excitement is over. Especially when it builds up to that, because like, we really, I mean, obviously we didn't really think that maybe we'd have that national championship, both teams, but there was a good chance. Um, very, very strong chance. Um, so, New York team won, and just like last year, the national championship really will not interest me too much, and or you too much, so...
1: Nope, we're gonna have a much more upbeat podcast next time. We're talking NFL. We're gonna put this misery behind us. Should be
0: exciting last week, though. I mean, Lions—if they can win their game and find a way to have Seattle lose, Detroit will be heading to the playoffs. But yeah. we'll update you guys, and we'll, we'll get there. All everyone who listens to what's going to happen. Podcast
1: I was hoping for
0: folks depression. Pressure is hit, folks. This
1: is what it sounds like.
0: We need to. We might need to check into like a institution.
1: And now, thanks to sports betting, I've turned all my sorrows into a professional gambler. So I went from being well. Board boarder one door closes, one door opens. Being a gambler now.
0: There you go. Addiction at its finest.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next time.